into that can of beans. To produce powerful results. What the fuck are you laughing at? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Staying balanced and energetic by drawing on the powers of family yoga and art. <laughs> oh! Oh, I love it. Oh, that is a LinkedIn. That's a profile. What's, what's villainous about Refined the Refined sugar, no. Sesame, no. Potatoes, no. Dairy, no. Egg, no. Peanuts, no. Sounds like flavor, no. Oh, ouch. Ooh. Hello, hello. Welcome to 9000 episode 161. We are coming to you live from Discover Korea. And Mark, may I say to you, Yo Sobeo. Mark, Yo Sobeo. Yo Sobeo. Yo Sobeo. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I mispronounced that. Yo Boseo. It's not Yo Soebo. It's Yo... You've said it three... Di- <coughs> oh! You've oh, said it three different ways. Yo Boseo. Yo Boseo. There you go. That was nice. Uh, you you made me open Paizo, and now I can't even... It's just hung up. I didn't ask you to open shit. You... I mentioned Paizo, and you opened it. My Paizo's open, and it's just fine. I'm going to force out. quit. Let's go ahead and give a shout-out to the Rogue Amoeba team, makers of Paizo, and the infinitely more expensive... Paizo is a $9.99 download. Now, Paizo allows you to do an audio recording... You can stream from uh, any source on your computer. Like you, you can sort, you can stream, or I'm sorry, you can record directly from Firefox. So useful in so many ways. They have another product called Loopback. I was very excited to discover this product because you can add it to your audio MIDI board and stream it in as a track in a podcast. So I was thinking we'd be able to do just press play on YouTube. There it comes straight through into the motherboard. But Mark, Paizo, $9.99. Loopback, I believe, was 99. Yikes. 99. But nonetheless, shout out. Software engineering team, Grant Farr, Quentin D, Carnicelli, Alex Lawton, Jeff Johnson, and let's not forget product management from Paul Kafasis. You got design and artwork from Christina Mirgan, who did great work. I mean, it's... it's, Is it still uh, the retro boombox look? It is. Or the tuner meter thing? It, you you know what kind of design this was is Mark is it's skew skeuomorphic, skeuomorphic design, um, but she did a beautiful job. She didn't go too far. It's not over the top. I like that the needles bounce. It lets you know that it's recording. It's oh God, sim- you made me open it again, and now I'm going to get all hung up. Oh, all right, rough start. Well, rough start. Episode like 161. Might, 161. You might need to upgrade to version one point six point one zero. Okay. Well, well first now, I'm going to have to force quit. That's a sign of a good app. First, you're going to have to cry me a fucking river, Mark. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. Coming in from Yo Korea. Yoso Yoboseo. Discover Korea, Josh. I want you to, with me, join 10 different Korean companies for a 90-minute roundtable presentation about each company's ingredients and services and how they can fit into your product strategy. Oh, my God. I am so ready, Mark. As you know, this is sponsored by the uh, KBiz, Korea Federation of Small and Medium Businesses. Thank you for putting us up at the Hilton of downtown Seoul. 
Is that wrong? Are we not in Seoul? No, we are. I'm oh, just making sure I've covered off on all the uh, talking points here. Uh, this is so. This is we have flown all the way to Korea, even though this is a 90 minute panel. Well, you know, it's more my, of a meet and greet, more of a. You know, in the in the COVID era, there's some thought leadership that is totally fine. You can enjoy it remotely, and it's not a problem. Then there's a, another level of thought leadership, an upper echelon, if you will, Adjust thought leadership. That mask is creeping down too low for my comfort. It's laser-like, Mark, and I think you know who in this uh, auditorium, this convention hall, delivers it. Mark Peacock Brush, Natural Products Insider, and me, Josh Josh Tyson Tyson. Uh, Tell me what ingredients... What, what am I now, Mark? Oh, I don't, yeah, good question. You know what? You, you want to know what, what my what LinkedIn bio says? What have you ever been? Oh, no. I'm, I'm kind of... What did it say? Marketing maven? I've slithered out of marketing mavenhood. And now, Mark, I'm back to just content. I'm a content design specialist. (laughs) That's right, content design. But guess where I am, Mark? (laughs) I am working at the intersection of AI and experience design. That is bleeding edge, my friend. That is fingertips wet with blood. I'm going to look you up because I'm in LinkedIn right now, making all sorts of connections with my Korean business friends. Oh, look at you. Look at you with your... Oh, my God. Your Armageddon biopic. Yep. What is what is this man and machine backdrop you have here? So that is from... Is that Flash an, Gordon? It's from the slipcover of an Isaac Asimov novel that I... I look at you. The slipcover was damaged, so I cut that part out and then glued it. I made a little mini collage just for my LinkedIn page. What is that picture, Mark? It represents the intersection of man and machine... You are commenting on... You are active on LinkedIn. I am posting thought leadership, Mark. You, What is this? UX Magazine for eight years and six months? <laughs> Did my LinkedIn profile stutter? I don't think so. <laughs> I didn't realize you'd been with them for that long. I've been a contributing editor all my life. All along. Thought Josh, leadership on so many fronts. Let's Mark. get into it with Josh. It's time to focus on Josh's. Josh's thought leadership includes specializing in high-level content design. I don't think you could argue with that. Josh looks at projects from every angle. He but digs deep. I dig deep, just like I'm digging deep into that can of beans. To produce powerful results. What the fuck are you laughing at? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's I'm, sure, great. I'm sure you've said the same thing when you're No, I don't like, do this any this crap. Yeah, you do. They ask, like, Mark, why should we hire you to look into our immune-boosting... Here- Products, I, and you're like, well, because I dig deep to produce powerful look results. You son of a bitch! I'm gonna. I'm not saying what's on your LinkedIn profile. No, I'm talking about I'm, behind closed doors. Yeah, I'm gonna go right now. I was on this panel this week about I didn't the say a panel. I'm talking personalization about... opportunities in the microbiome. Oh, look at you! I gave him my bio. Your bio. And or I'll your tell biome? you. I'll tell you what was read to your biome. I will tell you what was read to six hundred. You, you're not even going to acknowledge experts. that amazing pun. <laughs> Well, fine. Pun. Biome or biome? I said, did you give them your bio or your biome? Oh, that's funny. Come on, Mark. Welcome Here. to Korea. Discover it. I'm going to pull this up live so that you can see it happening. Oh, next week. Well, it's already happened. There was... Oh, look at that. Well, this is the podcast from the future. Our speakers. Okay. Oh, where's the... Event? Oh, look. Someone's oh, already been scrubbed from the record. More information. Click here. Okay. Oh, Mark Brush. Ready? What is oh. he? Oh, he's at the bottom of the page. That hurts. Oh, fuck. 
Oh, you want? Well, you wouldn't know these people. Um, uh, don't tell me who I wouldn't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know Jim, Jim Caput. <laughs> Jim Caput or Mariette? She was in Portugal. You might know Naveen Jain. No, Naveen Jain. <clears throat> He's a Viome now, but he founded Infospace back in the day. Wait, Viome? Is that like a combination of viable and biome? Because I like that. Mark Brush, principal, Bend LLC. All right, Bend, a principal at your own LLC of one. I guess that makes you the principal. Well, let me see if I'm producing powerful results. <laughs> Mark Brush is the principal of Bend LLC, a consulting practice that you've never heard of. Brands and food and nutrition. Ben specializes in creative approaches to market research and brand strategy with a client roster that runs the gamut from household names in the Fortune 50 to category upstarts in digital marketing and e-commerce. Oh, you are beyond the Fortune 500. You're up Prior to, the to Ben, 50. Mark Ooh. was the editor-in-chief of Nutrition Business Journal. That is a solid bio with no fluff, fluff, fluff. The, the word gamut. That is fluff. <laughs> Anyone who's running gamuts. Oh, wait, no. I, I, I say purposeful brands in food and nutrition. That's one adjective, but it's a lot more meaningful than powerful. Purposeful is powerful results. Oh, should it be purposeful results? Oh, this is good stuff. Discover Korea, Yosebo. Oh, yo, Yosebo. You'll be, you'll be so. I feel like we're being insensitive and or... What, by learning to say hello in Korean? Well, you're making fun of it. I'm not fucking making fun of it. I'm having trouble remembering exactly what it was. Do you want me to call my good Korean friends to get a real pronunciation on? Yeah, if you could do that. Not right Man now. of the world. <laughs> yeah, because I do have friends yeah. from all nationalities. You have friends who happen to be Korean? <laughs> Oh, I love it. All right. Hey, man. These are powerful. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I interrupted. Josh is currently working at the intersection of AI and experience design. Which I already told you. But he has consulted in fashion. True. <laughs> skateboarding. Very true. Health and beauty. True. Natural foods. True. Hospitality. True. And large scale events. True. Hmm. I don't know. What's, what's more what's impressive, the, What's Mark? the large scale event? Uh, TEDx Mile High. We oh, yeah, 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 of course. Absolutely. Very credible. Very Absolutely. Credible. St oh, no, I, I almost missed the last line. Whoa, calm down. Staying balanced and energetic by drawing on the powers of family yoga and art. <laughs> oh, oh, I love it. Oh, that is a LinkedIn. That's a profile. Well, Mark, if you haven't dusted uh, off your LinkedIn page, I recommend that you do because if there is one thing that COVID has revitalized other than Zoom stock, it is LinkedIn. People are flocking to LinkedIn. I don't want to socialize with people on the interweb. It's not about socializing, Mark. It's about promoting yourself as a viable yeah, human in the waning moments of look, humans being in the, yeah, the look workforce. At you. Three days ago, you commented on, oh, this is a UX... You're, you're just, you're I've just been commenting? Out, I've been cranking out thought leadership, Mark. I've got a, an article. You might be interested in this. So I posted an article about my coffee grinder, which was... Uh, oh, absolutely. It's a burr grinder, and like it stopped working <laughs> properly. I had to like hold the button down, and it would like, like try hard. It was like trying hard, and then eventually it would come back to life and grind coffee. And I'm glad you liked Nate Brown's <laughs> post on... On what? Water New Zealand. Well, of course I liked it. We went to that event. He <laughs> should have commented. See you there. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Burger, I, I don't know, I don't know your if you Grinder post. I know everything about you. You know the tip Ugh. of this iceberg, Mark. 
Josh, should we get into it? I thought we already had. I thought we already had. Hold on. I'm going to pull down my mask and have a sip of coffee. Where's mine? Wherever you left it. You. COVID, this, the hospitality goes out the window. Mark. I'm sorry, but <laughs> during a, plan, a pandemic, beverage services are limited, okay? You bring your own beverage. That's fair. Damn is right it, it is. Is this episode called Best Year Ever Recap? That's what I put in here, and I don't know why. Uh, because, well, 2020 has been... Well, that's not a tired joke. It is kind of a tired joke. We've discovered Korea, Josh. I think we should get into... It is the best year ever recap. Oh, no, you're trying to interrupt. You're trying to bring in some sort of tangent. That's what this means. <laughs> this does mean tangent. But it's a 2020 tangent, Mark. One of, one of my many goals... Uh, oh. as, we, as we round the corner here, we're almost done with 2020. You know where I've always yearned to have work published? And I, I think you would agree with me, Mark. I'm going to say Penthouse. <laughs> All right, that publication no longer exists, I don't think. It doesn't? Well, you'd know. Did your subscription <laughs> stop coming? Yeah, I thought it was me. Come on, Mark, I'll give you a guess. I bet you can name it. A publication that we would both love Harper's. to see our byline in. Ooh, No. That's a good one, though. That is a good one. I'm going to add that to the list. Well, we, we had the New York Times, but you already, already notched cr- that off your belt. I did. I didn't even put. The, I didn't even brag about that in my LinkedIn thing. I'm not all Fortune 50. People uh, are always talking about the Fortune 500, but you're you're upping. You're one upping. I upped it. You're like no, 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 Fortune. I don't deal with those other 450. <laughs> I want the top 50. Yeah. It's always a good test, too, to see if when somebody's reading your bio, do they think you made a mistake and put the 500? Like, no, no. If they've met you, if they've (laughs) met you, they know exactly what's happening. Um, I don't... I I can't take the suspense anymore, Mark. Mick Sweeney's. Oh, really? Well, I've got a great idea. Are they still... Are they probably... Are they still... Yeah, they are. They are. So this would be... Mick Sweeney's still is the... It'd be a fiction piece. Uh, it would be more like... I've had a letter published on Mick Sweeney's. An angry letter? Like, Some why didn't you accept my... No. Oh, okay. Well, so, so you, you're ahead of me there. Yeah, I am. But I think they publish kind of like satire as they well. Do. So let me run this by you, Mark. 2020 has been a year that has sucked on so many levels, but I think one of the... And a lot of people might agree, one of the saddest things that happened in 2020 was that Rick Moranis got sucker punched in New York City. Some people seem to love that for some reason. I don't know why. Like they enjoy the fact that he was sucker punched? Yeah, they like they they're like they call it a good thing. What? It's bizarre. Who are these animals? I think they must be doing it ironically. There's no you don't you know Rick What's Moranis. What's objectionable about Rick Moranis? You tell me. Well, here's the one thing I zeroed in on. Okay. The alleged This is a very worthy tangent at Discover Korea. Well, it's possible that what he what happened is he watched he settled down to watch Little Shop of Horrors, not realizing he had selected off Amazon.com the director's cut. <laughs> which now I don't know if you've seen the director's cut, but it is it could no. so easily be renamed the 2020 cut because it is so bonkers and so like just sad and crushing. You know, and apparently Is this something you watched over the past week? I watched it last year I think but oh, okay. the, it came to me this week I'm like that is the 2020 cut of Little Shop of Horrors Little Shop of Horrors funny light weird a little dark at times movie but it, but the ending is uplifting right it is is David is this David Lee Roth no I think coming this, on stage to jump we'll bring that back later that's for when I question you about Korea I've probably got some <laughs> sort of Korea trivia that I still need to look up oh a little teaser 
But not um, to, not to be outdone by this lengthy Rick Moranis anecdote. <laughs> so this is wrapping up. But uh, you know, in in the original version of the movie, uh, Seymour at the yep. end, yep, he defeats the plant that has made him famous. Uh, wins the love of Audrey 1, the plant being Audrey 2, of course, and they go somewhere green, the suburbs, to start a new life together. And, you know, there is the little bit of a nod to something bad happening in that there is one of the, a little baby Audrey 2 smiling at the camera as as it uh, fades to black, right? It's like in their flower garden or whatever. In the director's cut, which is apparently the same... Uh, plotline as the, the stage version uh, <laughs> there's a scene where Rick Moranis attempts to kill himself oh <laughs> yeah which is very 2020 he's he's he can't live with the fact that he killed that creepy dentist and fed it to the well, he didn't kill the dentist the dentist killed himself with uh, too much laughing gas but he chopped up his body and fed it to <laughs> to Audrey too um, but then there's also the uh so, so he goes onto a rooftop to kill himself. That's pretty dark. That's very 2020. But then while he's... Why did you like this press release from Ohm Mushroom? Oh, because you like the turkey tail. Because I like Ohm Mushrooms. I have flocks of turkey tail coursing through my veins at this very moment. I'm ready. While he's up on the roof contemplating suicide, the, the plant tries to eat Audrey 1. He, get, he retrieves her body from the plant's mouth, but not before she's already been mortally wounded. She's, oh. she's dead. Like her dying gasps are like, oh my god, oh Seymour, oh and my then, god. But then she dies. He goes back in and feeds the plant her dead body in this very weird, like drawn out ceremonial Sheesh. scene. And then the plant eats him too. And then, and here's the most 2020 thing of all: it becomes a market, a sensation, right? Like everyone in the world wants to buy one of these little offspring. That, that's something that had happened. There was a marketing guru played, I believe, by Jim Belushi, <laughs> who takes the thing nationwide. Every household buys one of these plants, and then the plants go fucking bananas, and like they get huge and they destroy the no, entire. No world. one is listening to you right now. There is scene. There are scenes of giant plants, like ten times bigger than Audrey Two ever got, destroying metropolises. Mark. I'm not going to watch this. I'm going to watch Queen's Gambit. All right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, is that not the most 2020 twist you've ever heard to a movie that was like... Well, that is a 2020 twist, but what does that have to do with Rick Moranis at Discover Korea? That was the original cut. And then it was, uh, I think Frank Oz directed that film, and a focus group kind of torpedoed that. They're like, no one's going to be feel good about this. You got to clean this up, man. Apparently it's different on a stage play. Hey, Greg Bagney, new business cards. No, that he's making custom vent covers. Oh, that's a vent cover? For his HVAC system. <laughs> hey, that's kind of cool. I could use... Look at that guy. Anyway. Hey, shout out Greg Bagney. I know. I don't think I got any of those. I did because I acted fast and sent him my address. I got some alien sumo socks. Although... Oh, sumos! I left a very nice comment on one of Greg Bagney's posts. Yeah. About how I was, it was, he wrote about being. Oh, I'm right here on all your act, LinkedIn activity. Let me so, find it so for he's you. He's got that post about adding an extra E to grateful. So, grateful for this post. Most grateful for a roof, food, water, health, income, family, and love. Also, grateful for sumo alien socks. Ack, what a plan eat. No love back from Greg. So funny. The next person puts something and they get all sorts of attention. Ooh. I am feeling a bit scorned, Mr. Bagney. <laughs> 
but not too scorned because I do have a pair of socks and Mark Brush does not. So I will say domo arigato, Greg. Now that's Japanese, and I'm not saying that's Korean. I'm being sensitive. Josh, let's get into it. Wait, I wasn't done with my riff. (laughs) You are done with your riff. Well, no, I need your help. I need your help, you know, trimming the fat off that. But is that a McSweeney's post or what? Oh, I see. That's the whole post? (laughs) You forgot all about it. Well, I mean, you know, writing about a a satire where the guy who sucker punched Rick Rick Moranis was driven to insanity by by accidentally watching the director's cut, which is the 2020 cut. Well, but I feel like... Is that too many thematic elements, Mark? I mean, yeah, but... You want to do that quick? Well, they have a they have a submit a separate submission address for timely submissions. Oh, they do. <laughs> I'm going to try and get in under the wire here. Well, first you got to write it up. You know what I first got to do is unload ma- all these mountains of thought leadership that I'm working on. Can I put those on the back burner? I don't know. I don't know. You if you let be- it if you let it get too cold, then you don't get invited to discover Korea. That's you sure don't. You don't get put up. Episode one six one best year ever recap. Penthouse suite at Discover Korea. We are looking at ing- what's your favorite Korean hey, food functional ingredient? That's a callback. My favorite, my favorite Korean functional ingredient. Uh-huh. That's easy, Mark. Kimchi. That is a uh-huh. that is a age old probiotic dish native to this land. I mean, that's not what we're looking at here at Discover Korea, but I like your impulse. Excuse me, you're you're poo-pooing on probiotics? No. One of the most ancient forms of probiotics? Nobody's got kimchi in bottles here. We've got isolated, extracted ingredients. Well, probably isolated and extracted from kimchi barrels. Absolutely. The frugo-olicosaccharins. Oh, look at you. I just made that up. Yo, you made it up? It is, that the, is that the kind of phony knowledge you're throwing at these Fortune, <laughs> Fortune 50 companies? No, because those in the know will know. And if I can figure out how to say no one more time, I will. Okay. They will know that oligosaccharide is the thing. I put together a lot of pieces of real stuff Ooh. so they know, like, I know what I'm doing, but I had some fun with it. You know what that is, Mark? That is purposeful. Playful. <laughs> <laughs> Josh. We've discovered Korea. Now, <laughs> like a true Williams man, I am like here to present Williams. Like a true Williams man, because I know you love to talk about me and Williams College. I love to talk about those fighting eefs. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think they're fighting, are they? No, were, were there, the were there no sports teams <laughs> were the, at Williams? <laughs> were the purple cows? I thought you were the Eves. <laughs> or were the Eves? The fighting Eves. All right, the fighting Eves. Or more like the supine Eves. No, I, 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 I think tw- the supine Eves. I tweeted fits. this. At, I didn't tweet this at you. I texted this to you. I wanted you to have a, the skinny. You're not a Spotify user, are you? Mark, you shouldn't have said Twitter, because guess what? Oh. Guess who's back on Twitter? Ugh, Why? Well, because I got to post my thought leadership there. Because you're 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 bored and you're but getting you know what sucked I did? into the. Void. I spent like an hour going through like deleting tweets one by one, finding some of them mirthful, but some of them rather embarrassing. Uh oh. And body, there was a lot of bodiness. I was an angry young dad, I guess. But I think I eventually it. I just scrubbed it. I was like, I don't. I'm whatever that service is. I signed in, deleted yeah. them all. Didn't even save them. Even though there were some pretty good haikus in there. What do you think about that, Mark? 
What's your Twitter account look like? I, th- oh, I just, oh, look at this. Okay, I searched myself on Twitter, and here's some, here's some old. Oh, there's, there's a bunch of Neil. Uh, good old days with Neil. I mean, I just think- me getting mentioned and stuff. But anyway, oh, of course, purposeful. If I go to my actual account, Josh, what you will see is, I haven't tweeted yet. Oh, wow. He is so against the grain. 729 followers. I'm oh, following one person. A who... thirsty 800 followers <laughs> waiting for that first tweet. Don't round up. It's oh, fine. You can't coax me back on a Twitter. I'm not looking at that. Josh. Mark. You're not a Spotify user, right? You don't like alg- you don't want. You I don't can... like That's algorithms right. Right, 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 picking right. music for me. I prefer SoundCloud where I can find... Hand rot mixes. Well, so this tells me something about you because if you were <sighs> neck deep in the contemporary jazz scene, you wouldn't be finding enough on SoundCloud. You'd have to find it other places. Like, which I clearly did as like a true Williams man as we present Mark Brush's top five artists of 2020 thanks to Spotify. What kind Josh? Of strange, humble brag is this? <laughs> That you located the most. No, they give this to you every year. Hitherto unlistened to. Oh, speaking of. Oh wait. <laughs> no, we're not doing interlude yet. Pretend you do. Pretend you hear nothing, Mark. I don't hear anything, Josh. Ah. I'm gonna go over in reverse order. Take take me backwards. My, my number five most listened to artist of 2020, Which? Jacob Bro. Jacob Bro. You do you know? I'm sure he's a contemporary Get with it, jazz guitarist. He is Fl- a hymn, hymnic, hymnal, fleet hy- of hymn, fingertip, hypnotic. What is an adjective? Wait, you are you make trying hymns? to combine him and hypnotic? No, <laughs> that is good though. Yeah, Ooh, maybe that should be the episode. No, maybe that should be on your LinkedIn bio. Hypnotic, a uh, hypnotic crafter of purposeful nonfiction simple, prose. Very simple hymn-like melodies. He's coming out of Copenhagen. Number four, you know him, you love him, Pat Matheny, or as you would say. Mask up. I would say Pat Metheny. Yeah, you bet you would. Bill, yes. I always, for some reason, I, I do know that name. You should. But for me, it always made me think of menthol cigarettes, and I'm not sure. Oh, why. no, no, no. He's a free spirit. He has some of his sound. No, no, not American spirits. <sighs> Menthol cigarettes, I said. I Number don't three. American experiment make, makes a menthol. You know him, you love him, Julian Lodge. You... See, and that reminds me of a lozenge. I'm thinking of a Nicorette lozenge. Julian Lodge is a force of nature. Number two. You know him, you love him, near Felder. Aren't we all forces of nature in one way or another, Mark? I don't think anything's happening. It must be just the heat. Sounds yeah. watery. Josh, but a surprise comes in at number one, not out of the jazz scene. Oh, my God. Am I supposed to guess? You don't remember? Well, I mean... Blake I... Mills. Do you know Blake Mills? Blake? Do you know the music of Blake Mills? Uh, no, Mark. You've befuddled oh, me once again. Listen to his latest album. It's It's been on constant rotation. So good. Constant rotation where? In, in your my private mind, office? In my pants. Whoa. Probably not in your house. This is one of those things you put on and the kids are like, Dad... And so then you have to retreat to your office my, my to listen to it? My private office, yes. My own private office. Back in your private office? 
sulking with your Blake Mills. What is it? Let me see what that album is called. That's the problem with Spotify. You don't even remember what the album's called. Could you effectively... Mutable set. Oh my gosh, so good. What would it be like to sequester yourself in your office, listen to Blake Mills, and read Mills? What would that be like, Mark? Read Mills? Mills. John Stuart Mills. Isn't oh, you want me to read Mills? Uh, <laughs> if you can, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that'd be all right. I'm sure you read some Mills when you were a supine queef back in the day. You just call me a queef? <laughs> I said a supine eef. <laughs> I bet you didn't. I didn't just hear that. <laughs> I don't. I think you are hearing things. I'm checking that tape. You can check whatever you like, Mark. Look. Josh, it's time for a fucking interlude. Ooh, is it already? Yes. We haven't even talked about any of the things happening here in Korea. <laughs> well, I've only got two stories. I haven't even looked at them yet. All right, that sounds promising. <laughs> let's uh, let's listen to a little bit of music. Uh, I guess. It's neither Blake Mills nor John Stewart Mills uh, nor John Stewart. Well, I feel like we should put some Blake Mills in there. It is my number one. Progressive and jazzy, though, in a way. The mother's got love that'll drive you mad They're raving about the way we do No need to feel lonely, no need to feel sad If we ever get a hold on you What you need is Motherly love Come on, get it now Motherly love Forget about the brotherly and otherly love Motherly love is just a thing for you Mother's gonna love you till you don't know what to do Nature's been good to this here band Don't ever think we're shy Send us up some little groupies And we'll take their hands And rock them till they sweat and cry What you need is Motherly love Get it now Motherly love Forget about the brotherly and otherly love Motherly love is just a thing for you You know your mother's gonna love you Till you don't know what to do We can love you till you have a heart attack You best believe that's true We'll bite your neck and scratch your back Till you don't know what to do What you need is Motherly love Motherly love Forget about the brotherly and otherly love Motherly love is just a thing for you You know your mother's gonna love you Till you don't know what to do You know I got a little motherly love for you, babe You know I got a little motherly love for you, honey you know it doesn't bother me at all that you're only 18 years old Cause I got a little motherly love for you, baby And there you have it Motherly love from uh, Mothers of Invention I don't know, some of those lyrics probably wouldn't fly today, Mark But uh, back in the 60s Oh, are you just, were you, are you just playing right along? <laughs> 
You just you can pick out the chords. Yeah, I'm ripping it on this squire. You can noodle like Sir Byron Mills. What was his name? Bill Blake, Mills. Blake Blake Mills. Ugh, Blake Mills. You're missing out, buddy. Hey, I might get around to it. Vanish- what, what's it gonna make me feel like? Here. If his music were a piece of fruit, Mark, what kind of fruit would it be? Kumquat. So you're forced to eat the rind of something that you really don't want to eat? That doesn't sound so good. Yep. You got to do a little work. Have you actually eaten a kumquat before? It is a challenging endeavor. You have to forget everything you know about citrus fruit. Hey, there's our tagline. Forget everything you know (laughs) about citrus fruit. You're you're intrigued. (laughs) Vanishing twin? Ooh, is that about uh, Jesse Garen Presley? <laughs> Who? You didn't know Elvis had a stillborn twin brother? <laughs> no, I didn't. Welcome to Discover Korea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, he's going to sing. Can't wait. Oh, no, he's not. <laughs> that wasn't him going... Josh, the Trump administration moves ahead on gutting bird protections. Bird protections? Yep. That's bad news for the barblers. The Trump administration is moving forward on gutting a long-standing federal protection for roughly 1,000 species of birds in the United States. That makes sense. He's trying to dry fuck as many holes as he can on the way out, isn't he? (laughs) I mean, I guess we've covered that story pretty good. Uh, we really don't have to go much further. Um, That's what the bird said. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, God, the 1918 Migratory Bird Treaty Act? Uh, That's something ancient and... Yeah. Sounds important. Sounds purposeful. The move scales back federal prosecution authority for the dead, deadly threats migratory birds face from industry. Electrocution on power lines, wind turbines that knock them from the air, oiled field waste pits... Where they perish in toxic water, industry operations kill an estimated 400 million to 1.1 billion birds every year. Out of roughly 7 billion birds in North America, one out of seven already killed by industry. And we're just going to roll that back. Well, you know, there's one thing I've realized. Birds are angels, Josh. You know this theory. I remember that. You know, and I realize there's something else missing from your LinkedIn profile, Mark. Why is there no mention in there of your amateur bird calling abilities? Or my... Because that's what I want. I bird want banding the, days. Or I my research bird trips. Exactly, Mark. To the Galapagos Islands and Trinidad and Tobago. You're an insider in so many unique ways. And your insider reaction to this is that birds are angels. <laughs> You've spent so much time with birds in a, in a scientific capacity, and yet you come away with this... Elevated sense of what a bird truly is. <laughs> I am touched by that, Mark. You should be. You're, and so is the rest of You're touched by an angel. Discover Korea. <laughs> Everybody's touched but Trump. Well, he's touched in that other way. Three. Josh, in the exciting culmination of our three-part series, tracking the pitch slam at New Hope Network in their Spark Change Initiative, Oh my God! I am pleased to announce you. We have three winners. Three winners. Are they Remember, the same I winners? We, start, I we started at forty-five. I we narrowed we it down to eleven. The whole time we got you reacting. 
I reacted It's really heavily. been a crowd favorite for all the listeners out there. And for all our new friends here at Discover Korea. <laughs> Them too. Josh, we have three winners. The 2020 Pitch Slam Spark Change winners are in. I'm sorry, Pitch Slam? Are they trying to... Is this Was this like a slam poetry type thing? Were they trying to make it like as edgy as possible? What was the atmosphere like in that Zoom meeting, Mark? I'm sure they consulted you on A, what to name it, B, how to conduct it, C, who should, who should they let in the door, right? Josh, a panel of natural products industry judges was, was may I, or may not <laughs> was it including one Mark Peacock brush? We I will say know. this. We I do not know. <laughs> the NDAs will not allow him to reveal it. We can only speculate. They listened to 11 enthusiastic pitches from rising brand leaders who shared their products and stories behind them. In the end, it was their mission to make a change along with their market savvy that helped these three rise to the top. Josh, the grand prize winner. I am not going to start with the grand prize winner. A round round trip airfare. The rising star to discover Korea. There's there's two rising stars. That sounds like a cop out. Let's see. I've got a 2020 pitch slam at Spark Change Slam rising star. I was not consulted on that naming. I have a 2020 pitch slam at Spark Change Wait, rising a, a star. Pinch, a pinch slam. <laughs> And I have a grand prize winner. Okay, so I guess I have two runners-up, basically. So there's a runner-up in case the grand prize winner can't I got two fulfill their obligations okay. as Pinch Slam. Perhaps you will remember this one. I might. Okay. Then again, I might not. This is runner-up. This is... Oh, look, I could replay it. I could watch it. Oh, we could have watched the the pitches. Wait, they have the, the live Zoom pitches? I don't know. Let's see. I think you're hearing bird angels. Angel birds. No, I'm hearing your computer all fired up. Uh, oh, I think I have to rigid. I don't know. All right. Okay, Josh, let's get into it. Been waiting. Runner up. Down to Cook has a healthy take on Hamburger Helper with its... Add a veggie protein mixes. A-D-D-A. Add a veggie. Just add veggies and a plant-based mean can quickly be on the family table. A plant-based meme? It says mean. M-E-A-N. Obviously, they meant meal. <laughs> well, we can only assume. Plant-based mean. <laughs> I kind of like that. Wait, but you can add any veggie you want? Uh, Trishna Segal's mission is to provide greater access to the health benefits of plant-based foods while reducing animal product use and household food waste. I mean, I don't know. Should we really dig in on this now? Can they guarantee it's going to taste good if I add rutabaga? Let's really dig in on this. Or what Down if I add cook. something exorbitantly starchy? Transform fresh vegetables into healthy, satisfying meals. How it works? Yes, I'd like to know how it works. Raw to ready in 10 minutes. What? Is it a just, spice pack? Because I can do that myself. <laughs> just BYO, veggies and go. Oh my God, enough. Prepare two cups of one of the following or use your favorite veggie. Well, what are the recommended veggies? Broccoli, mushroom, eggplant. Oh, those are such wildly different vegetables. <laughs> Cauliflower, spinach, zucchini. The water content on those is so wildly off, you can't universally just... Josh, step one. 
Soak your protein crumbles. So what you're getting is a protein crumble mix. Oh, my God. What is happening? Soak it in a half cup of water for at least two minutes. All right. Now we're down to only eight minutes left. Step two, stir in your spice mix. Okay. (laughs) Step three, add your prepared veggies and some olive oil. Wait. uh, So I had to prepare the veggies. Where does this factor into my 10 minutes? Step four, form them into patties, balls, or a crumble by squeezing with your hands. Oh, so many options. <laughs> if they don't hold together, sprinkle in a tablespoon of water, patty it, crumble it, roll it up. Josh, make different form factors, burgers, ground meat, or meatballs. Then you're going to fry those bitches. Look at that. Heat a skillet with a thin Roll it up and smoke that shit. Cook them evenly. That's it. It's just five simple steps. Oh, it's that simple. Except that I have to decide which vegetable to use. I have to prep it. Not a veggie. Decide if I want a patty, a ball, or a crumble. <laughs> yep. This this product is too open ended, Mark. That's the oh, that's the grand prize. I'm going to make you eat your words. How could you? How could look how delightful she looks? I'm sure if I saw it in action, I, my mind would be changed. Yep. But. I'm a I like. Confused. I like. I want to give it to you cold like this. All right. I don't want to personalize it. Am I being too critical? I no. feel like the, all those vegetables that are mentioned are so. The prep work is different. The water content alone. How do you account for that? Like, what if I decide I want to make a patty, but I use zucchini, and then it's too soggy? Yeah, that'd be a problem. Are these questions that were asked during the nice. poetry slam? <laughs> Could they? Were they drowned out by the saxophone? <laughs> My nose is running. Better go uh, catch it. Go catch it? Ba-dooms. Yep. What? <laughs> Do you have Prince Albert in a can? What are you talking about? Oh, boy. I don't know what that means. Your nose is running. Oh. Better go catch it, Mark. Come on. I don't know. I never got that. That's you still don't understand it? Do I need I, to No, I get it again? now. I get like it, it now. It has little legs. Your nose had little legs. Look at it trotting off. Oh, I thought it was oh, sexual. It got away. Mark, not everything is sexual. <laughs> Give me that. In your little orgone den with Blake Mills. <laughs> orgone den. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm looking this one up in advance because I know we're going to want to dig in. Oh, oh, isn't that interesting? I'm going to pause right there. Josh, runner up. 2020 pitch slam at Spark Change Slam Rising Star. Okay. That is so many adjectives. <laughs> it's like my LinkedIn profile. During his pitch, Scout co-founder adam bent well you know i love him here at bend llc yeah he's he's one of your brothers he said seafood is having a cpg moment (sighs) (laughs) to to capture it scout offers a modern canned seafood brand with what is cpg consumer packaged goods oh okay just the pitching to an inside audience clearly this well he's pitching the spark change slam Pitch oh, slamming. Yeah. The you, you wouldn't want to slam. embarrass yourself to by not using that acronym. Jesus. <laughs> Tough crowd. Scout offers a modern canned seafood brand <laughs> with chef-created products that are better for consumers and better for the planet. 100% sustainably sourced and hand-packed in North America. Scout is certified B Corporation pending and a 1% for the planet member. You remember, Scout. You remember, Scout. What was your first reaction to that product? I like the design, I think, but I think my other reaction, what I'm having now, is uh, that... Uh, just give it to me. Just say it. I have a beautiful cat named Scout. Oh, no, that's not it. Who I'm sure would love canned seafood. You had another thought. You've, that you, wild planets... There it is, Josh. 
Your good buddy Greg Bagney is that's one of his co- yeah. It is. And I think we're pretty good buddies, even though he didn't comment on my <laughs> on my comments on his <laughs> great great Look at you. You're post. like a tween girl on Instagram. <laughs> Oh. That's why I don't like social media. It brings out the worst in me. It that clearly that was, does. You're back. That's why, why I was, I was so hot. I'm like deleting tweets. I'm like, why am I fucking? Pissed? We're all hot and bothered because you're back on social media. Why am I mad that Rob Delaney doesn't follow me? Because I interviewed him. That's stupid. Huh. What's he up to these days? He was in the, uh, the Deadpool movie, the sequel. Oh, he had that series Cat Catastrophe. That was great. I think it was just called Catastrophe. I don't think it was Cat Catastrophe. <laughs> That was a funny show, but it got a little too uncomfortable for me. I had to bail. I had to bail out. It was. Uh, it was like the discomfort level was ratcheted a bit okay. too high. But man, they were funny. Great chemistry. <laughs> Rob Delaney, I invite you to follow me on Twitter anytime. <laughs> but I will not be offended if you don't. <laughs> Even Good. though we had a that's a great a, healthy a really attitude. Nice, you just <laughs> we had a really nice G chat interview, and I, I was a little wounded. I was. Like, what do you got to do to get a follow these days? So I did a little quick Googling of Scout Cans Fish because I wanted to get deeper into the story. And guess what happened, Josh? I dig much deeper than that, Mark. I don't just before a cursory Googling. Before I clicked on their website, what's right above it? There's an ad there. Is it a wild planet? It's a wild planet canned seafood ad because that team is on it. Yeah, they buy it up, up the keywords like, these, that they need to win. These dickheads with, you know... A more modern design aesthetic are trying to horn in on what we've got going here, and we ain't having it. Nope. You 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 love this hey, sans serif font. That sans serif font. It looks good now. North American Craft Seafood Company. That's what they are. Here's but that sans serif font is, you know, it's going to go the way of the ampersand. You think? People I mean, love their serifs. I don't know. It's, we keep it fresh and I clean. I think we're coming back to serifs. So I just, as you're scouting around, be on the lookout. Heritage canning. Reimagined. You know, heritage is a word that needs a serif. So I don't know how you deal with that. All right. I've had, I've had my fill. Oh, do you know where your tuna comes from? There they are. Okay. Free. Okay, Josh. Mark. I am proud to present to you the 2020 Pitch Slam at Spark Change Grand Prize Slam winner. Why do we need slam twice? Maybe I'm adding in some extra slams now. <laughs> oh, look at you. <laughs> You're baiting me. Josh. Mark. You know him. You love him. You remember it from three episodes ago, two episodes ago, last we've episode. A, we've done a lot of international travel since then, but I Bread Thursley. Bread, seriously. <laughs> take, a, take a breath. Calm down. Oh, wait, is it is it B R D or does bread get full bread? But seriously, can't have vowels. Seriously, how does, how does that make sense? <laughs> For those in the gluten free know, bread seriously offers a game changing toast and sandwich option with its line of gluten free sourdough breads. They have to be toasted. The taste. Do and, they taste like shit if they're not toasted? And Sadie Sheffer's storytelling pitch won over the pitch slam judges to make Bread Sursley the grand prize winner. You were in that room, weren't you? You were just eating the I shit can up. neither confirm nor deny. Oh my god. Okay, but why does it have to be toasted? That's what that's my main question so Social far. media aggravation just <laughs> boiling in your veins. Uh, I don't know if it has to See be See me. <laughs> 
Bread Sursley. I'm going to Google that, and I'll bet you it comes right up. Of course it does. That's why you pick Sursley. Who's their main competitor? Sursley. Are you, are you telling me? You know where there's an amazing... Maybe Rudy's? I don't know. There's Sadie. There she is. Uh, yeah, how do you not won over by her? She's got a Danielle Faye vibe to it. She does. She looks like... She, she looks like she's doing some crafting. She looks like she might have been in that uh, wizard... She might, she might be a, wick, a, a... I think she was in that wizard MFA program that DeFay <laughs> was in. <laughs> Certified wizard MFA. That's right, Mark. I, there was something like that at Williams, right? Uh. There, there's such thing as a wizardly Eef. <laughs> There, there is there is an amazing gluten or wheat no soy no tree nuts no chickpeas yes no well why are chickpeas I don't know why are you so mad at chickpeas what's what's villainous about refined the chickpea? sugar no sesame no potatoes no dairy no egg no peanuts no sounds like flavor no oh ouch Ooh. that's why it has to be toasted. You're covering up something. You got a classic gluten-free sourdough loaf three-pack for $37. All right, but is it... I, I'm taking issue again. Holy How shit. How is it classic? I just said $37 for three loaves of bread. $37. <laughs> loaves. loaves. Seriously? <laughs> there is... You I got think- a seeded gluten-free sourdough loaf. That's also three-pack, 37 Sold out of the cinnamon raisin. Hey, you know, if you're sold out of the sandwich rolls, sold out of the gluten-free loaves. Oh my god. I think there's been some serious uh apparently this, this award of the pitch slam slamming. This award carries with it. Everything sold out. That's everything amazing. sold out except for those two two things. Hey, that's fucking great. As seen <laughs> No, really. I'm not mad about that. That's awesome. But oh, okay. You know, there's a, I think it's called Outside the Box is the company. Have you heard of this brand? I haven't. They're based in Colorado Springs. They make an, a vegan gluten-free oat bread that you can get at, fill in the blank mark. NGVC. Natural Grocers and. By Vitamin Cottage. By Vitamin Cottage. And it is, it's a, it's a dense loaf, but it is airy at the same time. You don't have to toast it. You can eat it without toasting it. It's a it's a sure delicious. You don't slug. have to toast this. I make well. You read that to me. I'm I'm I responding s- to what you said. Uh, what to me. I said. It's a game changing toast and sandwich option. You said toasted sandwich. Option. I did not. You check the you tape. muddled your words. Well, I'm trying to keep my that mask is my little mouth hole away from <laughs> your <laughs> my big mouth hole. Yeah. Uh, we use organic gluten-free grains and the magic of wild fermentation to bake traditional sourdough search up, bread. Search up outside the box vegan oat bread. See if I have that right. Okay. Now, because what they lack in product logo design and packaging. I am the founder of Bread Seriously. Bread Seriously makes seriously delicious wild fermented sourdough breads that are gluten-free in our Berkeley kitchen. Did you say Berkeley? <laughs> Okay, gluten-free and sourdough. That's the game changer. I'm looking up. What am I looking up outside the box? That's what it's called. Vegan oat bread. Vegan oat bread. Uh They also make a cinnamon raisin. A loaf of that bread is like $4. Outside the bread box. Outside the bread box. Vegan oat bread. Outside the bread box. 
Our most popular product transcends all expectations. I'm going to have to agree with them there. And, you know, nine times out of ten, you go to NGBV and it is empty. The shelf is empty, my friend. (laughs) There is no vegan oat bread to be had. Damn. Because not only is it flavorful and texturally acceptable, it's also priced to move. (laughs) Is it? Let's see. It's like four or five dollars a loaf. Yeah, that's. It is not thirty-five dollars. I gotta. I want to look a, that up. That seems pack. very high. It does. Bread sursley. That seems so high. It does. It just seems high. It does, Mark. Oh, takeout and delivery. Sadie equals bread god. Whew. Good for you, Sadie. Ber- yep, Berkeley, Berkeley, Berkeley. I, She's I, achieved bread god status. Where can I buy Sursley bread? Oh, some of these stores, but that's... Ah, so I want to see what is priced out at the shelf. Maybe that $37 for a three-pack is a part of that web-exclusive offer. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I Whatever. Mark, what'd you ask for for Christmas, buddy? <laughs> I asked for... Um... Well, I'm bu- I bought myself all these guitar parts to custom make my own strat. Not so much in the spirit of giving, huh? I asked for what Daddy a wants. Blood pressure Daddy cuff. Gets. A what? <laughs> you know, what did you say? <laughs> a blood pressure cuff, so I can take my own blood pressure at home. But it's only for you. No, you don't want well, anybody. Care. Can you use don't it. care about red twist blood I'm pressure. I'm tired of getting. I get these high readings. Where? Where are you getting? Uh, when well, you go to now the people take your fucking blood pressure wherever you go. You go get your eyes checked, and it's like I'm gonna take your blood pressure. Go really? to the dentist. I'm gonna take your blood pressure. I've never and had I have my blood pressure taken by a dentist. Oh, where are you, you going? Got these antiquated dentists. What do you mean? You're the one who goes to the fucking no. Wild West dentist. <laughs> no, I don't. That's not the case. And I'm surprised they're not like giving you vapors or whatever. This is the trend. Dentist. You you haven't been going to the drinking dads nights with uh it's true, I haven't. Nate Omeyer of, what's his clinic called? Four Eyes? <laughs> I'm getting it wrong. <laughs> anyway. Hell of a plug. It, they're, move, they're all moving into sort of this me- medicine. Yeah, we, we can do some screening. Whenever we get somebody in a medical environment, we're going to screen them for some stuff. But let's do it on separate paperwork. But so I that, have, So that none of it adds I up. I have a diagnosed case of white coat syndrome. White coat, which syndrome? means when I go into a doctor's office or I see that white lab coat, my blood pressure goes up, up. So you get these high readings. It's so I need the cuff at home so I can just take it all the time and see just what's actually going on. So uh, probably the best time to take it would be in your office after you just had a good jerk to the old Blake Mills. <laughs> your blood pressure is has is as high. low as it's going to get. So no. vigorous. Well, no, I'm saying after. Oh, after the cool down. Yeah, you After we dab the sweat off my brow. <laughs> that's right. After you dab the sweat and then dab up whatever else. Oh, come on. You give it about two minutes, your heart rate is probably so low. You're probably ready for a little nap. <laughs> for a little nappy. Yeah, which Blake Mills can help with as well. <laughs> what else did I get? I wanted, I've got some uh, guitar books I'm looking to get. Some Ted Green. Ooh. So you've made the formal request. You've written the letter to Santa. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. I mailed that weeks ago. I never realized that Red Twist has kind of a Mrs. Or it has like a Santa. There's something Santa esque. There's a naughty Santa vibe to it. I didn't say naughty, but, you know, Santa with a little pizzazz. I wasn't really going there. I take care not to 
the smirch. Just, just for the record, this episode is done, but we're having a nice little banter on the way out. Oh, it's done? Yeah. We're done. You're inviting people to leave right when it's getting well, good? Well, no. We're, we're going to talk a little bit more about Korea and our Christmas wishes. <laughs> there we go. So, some guitar books. Okay, yeah. Guitar books, uh, blood pressure cuff. Oh, I want to get a little ring light. A fucking blood pressure cuff. For That's my, amazing. I, I've noticed that every, everybody's upping their game on these Zoom calls. Well, it makes sense, Mark. I, I don't up my game. Well, that so also I have this, is not surprising. I have this, uh, it's I, almost weekly call with all the other queefs. Oh, I thought it was going to be with the slam poetry product deciders. No, me and the purple queefs get together every Sunday night. <laughs> oh, jeez. I've noticed gotta, you got to look good for them. They all have diva rings. No, I, but but I look. I, I am just if it gets dark, I don't have anything front lit anywhere for me to go. So my, I always look like I'm a pedophile, like just this dark shadowy figure in the background. All right, you said it. Anyway, um, you know, there's the little, little ring light, little clip on ring light, or you can get the salon strength diva ring, which we have, uh, which is like bigger than your head. It doesn't. Is it like a standing? Oh, it comes with a stand, yeah. like a tripod-type stand. Yeah, that seems like a bit much for me. I don't know. Do you want to put your best foot forward or not? Uh, no, I don't I don't care that much. Yeah, I'm no. going to try to do a little bit better. Tiny well, little just bit. Just a little bit better. A little $10 bit am better. I, am I a little less creepy now? Mark, you're worth more than $10. I think you can put Aww. You can put a $50 diva ring on your Christmas list. I'm going to start doing some, uh, uh, what do you call that? Webcamming. Cam, I'm gonna become a cam girl. <laughs> Get your TikTok. What's account? it called? I did a whole research report on this. Remember when I did my market research into the sexual health category? Excuse me? Chatterbait. Jesus, dude, you are, your computer is high flagged to high heaven. You just called yourself. You said you look like a pedophile. <laughs> that you are into cam I girls, say I and was. that you were doing I research. You know, Pete Townsend was doing research too. Okay, this was and months he got formally ago. Formally investigated. Okay, this was months ago. I, I actually had a client. I have an NDA. I can show people. I was just looking at trends in sexual health. I'll bet you were. And one of the things that comes up obviously is the proliferation of pornography, and oh. how the youth is being inundated by it. And, and your, this and your computer now. And then when you dig into like what is so the top that's what I did the top ten trafficked pornography sites. Many of them are these live webcaming crap. And which I bet is you so were digging deep. I've never done that. Well, only as uh, purely research. I can't imagine doing that. That would be no. so weird. Everything about it's like, hello, baby. Hey, you know what I'm I'm all I'm all, I'm all about like the tasteful nudes. Tasteful news. You get some... Of your own wife. Some, well, or, you know, not for everyone. They can get their own fucking wife. Or they can get, you know, they can go to the used bookstore and get a Helmut Lang book or something, you know? French <laughs> yeah, out. I know. Have you started that strategy of putting those out for the kids to see? I'm going to give a shout out to uh, my friend JC. Hat and Beard Press. Hat and Beard Press. They have a wonderful book called Pheromone Hotbox. <laughs> You, you might want to Google it because I don't I don't remember the name of the photographer, that is, but that is great. It's got some splendid <laughs> tasteful nudes. <laughs> no mistaking what you're getting there. No, but it's huh. you know what it is. It's it's wonderful. There's some <clears throat> beautiful landscapes and then Amanda Churchian, Churchian, Karkian. 
the most tasteful of tasteful nudes. This is her work from 2012 to 2015, Pheromone Hotbox. <laughs> well, you know, imagine how healthy... Is that it? With that green border? Yeah, that's the book. 2850 hardcover. It is... I believe it is available on Amazon. I would say to any young person, if you Does Hat and Beard want you to buy it on Amazon, or they want you to go straight to them? I would not buy it off Amazon. Okay. But, you know, well, let me go to Hat and Beard Press. Is that an option? I'm sure it is. I'm sure they have a robust web presence. He's still viable? Yeah, they're fucking viable, man. I don't know, man. Oh, yeah, look at that. Very viable. You will not... Site-wide like lockdown pricing. I challenge you to find a scrappier publisher. I... I will. I will, will not accept that challenge because yeah, I know I will. Know you I'll will fail. Lose. Yes, you will fail. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, I think that's good advice. You know, for parents out there with preteens, let that be their inaugural experience. Pheromone hotbox. Pheromone hotbox. Tasteful nudes. How did we get on this? We were talking about Christmas wish lists. <laughs> no, we were talking about how you're. My ring light. all sorts of very no, frightening that was things. months. There was nothing frightening. It's not like I dug that deep. Oh, I thought you were... It was one piece well, of a much of, larger project. What kind of researcher doesn't dig deep? You got to pick what you're going to dig into, man. I just can't win with you, huh? No, you can win. Mark, what else would you like for Christmas? That's it. Uh, 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 <laughs> a blood pressure cuff. Yep. A ring light. Yep. <laughs> and some guitar books. That's pretty much it. That is such an odd assortment. Well, I'm, I must say though, I'm impressed. All like all the guitar items that I am the actual, the, you know, I've, I've had to carefully select those personally. Yeah, you don't buy want them you don't want anyone messing up. You don't want to wake up Christmas morning to the wrong pedal. Oh, this, that that could ruin the whole day. This does look very tasteful. Yeah, she's. What's like, what's the copy here? Is this poetry? Is this? I don't recall there being copy in there. There's words. I must not have seen those. <laughs> I was too absorbed by the tasteful nudes. You and you always trying to expand your collection. No, my collection's fairly limited, but I mean that that is so <laughs> I much have better. So many questions than a vortex of never-ending. Oh, absolutely. I I think. Well, look, you're showing restraint there, but yet you're diving into Twitter. Come I on. am not diving into Twitter. Yeah, I just told you. you. Are. I'm going to look at it right now. Well, You'll the find Dapper Nag. No, it's Josh underscore Tyson, the one and only. Oh. I think you'll find two, maybe three tweets. All you, of them content related. You've left a few up? No, I deleted you everything. changed your photo. Oh, that's good. Podcasting from the future plus editing in the present. Oh, oh yeah. look at that. I mean, who? I'm seeing three. Love? Yep. Oh, you've got a promotion of the podcast. Good for you. You've yep, got I a tweet. promotion of your article. Two of those. That's it. Two article promotions. One podcast, soon to be a second podcast. Oh, you know what I'm doing, though, with these articles, Mark? That's what I meant to tell you earlier before you cut me off and beg me to tell you this Rick Moranis story, was that I'm doing audio versions of my articles. Yeah. Well, you sent me the SoundCloud link. Oh, yeah. That was my article about my coffee grinder. But I've got an article about Microsoft 365. They have, uh, they've, <laughs> they've expanded... When is that coming out? Oh, it's already out. They've expanded some of their analytics tools so that employers can effectively just spy on people working from home. They can see, like, when they're accessing oh. things from mobile devices, how much time they're spending on documents, how they're collaborating. I mean, it's all... Me no likey. No, me find creepy. Discover Korea 2021. But you'll go like this. I needed background music. 
you know, because I don't like to just read my copy. You sure don't. Over That's silence. not your style. No. Well, that's not compelling. That's, that's not a through line. I had so much extra get bit rant material. <laughs> I just used that. What do you mean? You put bit in the podcast? No. Remember though, I made all those like soundscapes for all the different rants oh, we imagined were, that he would do. Those were great. There's some good stuff in there. Absolutely. There all the, all called, garage band pressing buttons, right? There was one called percolating. There was <laughs> yeah, one yeah. called, I think pensive. I remember this. I mean, what could have been, you know, what are you going to do? Did his podcast I mean? ever come out? I don't know. I do not know. I don't either. Under under different management? Sure. Maybe we should get him back on the show. Wow, we've got uh, Blake Mills in studio. Oh, careful with that. What's on your list, Josh? Oh, you know, um, some highly technical pants. Well, one pair of... I I requested... Are they still from Outlier? Outlier. I requested a pair of Outlier. They have a pant called the Strong Dart. It's a pant with a... It doesn't have a side seam down the leg. However they make it, it's got like the seam here, but there's Mm. no side seam. They have a very reasonable three forty-five. Oh, it's a it's a one hundred and eighty dollar pant or something. Okay, okay. Which you know maybe that sounds like a lot, but the other I have a few other pairs of their pants. The oldest pair of pants I have from them is like six years old, seven years old, and I still wear them. They still look new. So how is that? To me, that's more responsible. I'm buying from a small business, a scrappy small business. They are they're small business, and they have a product that lasts a long time. Well made. People Not think disposable. maybe they're being more thrifty going to the, the Gap or Old Navy and buying $40 pair of pants, but those only last you like a month, and then you're buying another pair. It they adds are, up. They, I'm actually saving money by spending wisely, Mark. And then I also requested some rather flamboyant pants from uh, from a New Zealand-based... Uh, we know you're going to get those, so tell us about them. They, this brand is called I Love Ugly. Okay. They're actually, that's a great brand, and they they make uh, some cool pants. Just shut down the laptop, but immediately I got to get it going again. You got to get it going. They, they actually had a pair of their pants back in the day. Remember when I was really into that uh, drop crotch silhouette? Yes, I do. They had a pants called, a pants called the Zespi pant. Oh. Zespi. Well, first I'm going to look up outlier dart. Strong dart. Strong. The Zespi pant fit very tight on the calves, a little billowy in the legs, but it had it did have a very a drop crotch, and it came with a with a warning, basically saying like these these are fashion pants, these aren't really pants made for like athletic endeavors, so be warned. <laughs> but you know, for me, just ascending a Josh flight of like, stairs, mm, well, okay, ascending a flight of stairs is a is an athletic endeavor for me. I run up the stairs. These look soft. These outliers look like they might be. Oh, the, they they use. Oh, I see. Look, the seam it stops, but the pocket there's a pocket. Oh my god! Nothing. You're intrigued. Charcoal, dark olive, black. I I requested dark I olive, but I am fine with whatever. I'll bet selection oh, was made. But I don't. What's your waist size? Uh, I'm a 32. Okay, those Maybe. are available. Okay, and they don't—they don't. They don't <clears throat> you don't pick a length, huh? They just give it to you. They come nice and high. 
they come they come long you have to get them hemmed yourself oh but i mean that's that is also i can understand as a retailer why we do that because say you produce too many 30s 30 inch lengths and then what are you going to do people want 32s you can't oh you can't regrow the length well i just googled it's much like a foreskin ugly pants and i haven't even gotten to the site but i have gotten to this which seems like it is a must for every Christmas tree. Are those sweatpants with Nicolas Cage's face on the crotch? <laughs> yes. All right. There's a big Nicolas Cage face right over the crotch. If they okay. weren't flesh-colored, I might add them to my <laughs> Christmas list. Colored. No, you're looking for I Love Ugly. I know. New Zealand. I'm here. All right, anyway, Which, which one par- am I looking for? The Zespi? No, I, I, I didn't ask for Zespi pants. I got Tony Denim. I got Full Length Smart. I got, uh-oh, Sebastian. I don't think I asked for the Sebastian either. Obi. I think it was an Obi pant. Oh, yeah, it was the Obi pant. With some flowers on them. That's the one. Those are the, that's the ribald prints that I requested. But my Zespi pants were great, but I did. I ran up the stairs like on day two. Those are more, this is a boxy cut, though. I like a boxy cut. I like to mix it up, Mark. I'm not, that, that's what I've learned over the so years. So you ran up the stairs. I'm sorry. I'm really trying to let you finish your ribald I ran story. up the stairs and I blew out the crotch on my Zespi's. Jeez. And then I, you know, I was like, damn it. I was upset. It was only like two days after Christmas. They, they were a Christmas present. And I. Well, that's not a good pant. Why would you go well, back to them? I sent, I sent them an email saying like, hey, these are already ripped. But then, then I reread the cautionary materials that came with it. I'm like, you know what? This was my fault. These are fashion pants. You what, went up the stairs? I, it was an aggressive run up the stairs. And I, <laughs> I stitched them back together. And, you know, I felt bad. I was like, I'm the one who didn't follow the instructions. I'm the one I demanding. you're allowed to run up the stairs. Like, if you wanted to go play touch football. Well, that's the thing, Mark. With a drop crotch silhouette, you're... You have to make certain allowances. You have to make these sacrifices. Don't, these I've, don't really look drop crotch to me. Oh, well, the that's Zespies. the new, the, the smart Zespi. So are you allowed to run up the stairs in these? The Zespi mid and the Zespi smart are for a more active lifestyle. I can, I, I can understand the outlier approach. I'm not sure I understand. If you're a sedentary, that. moody goth, you're fine with a drop crotch. And what I've realized about my about my period, the period of my life where that was my silhouette. <laughs> what, have you, what have you realized about your period? Well, that was that was my initial dalliance with working from home, which now the entire world is immersed in this uh, system. But you know, back then I was I was an outlier, if I might, um, and it, you know I was working alone in a dark room a lot. I think it was it was almost like a masochistic crying out. I wanted this constrictive silhouette that I do believe actually contributed to some back pain. Because I, I couldn't get a full range of motion, and I was hanging out by myself. No one was, <laughs> no one was even visually able to enjoy my radical silhouettes. I didn't realize it was that limiting. It changed your posture. Limited. No, I don't know. Change my posture, but you have to be cautious when going upstairs, getting in and out of vehicles. Silly. If you want to hoist your knee up, slave high. to fashion. Well, that's what I realized, Mark. I, I couldn't. I, I'm slave just, to your own at home fashion. Well, if, if you know anything about me, Mark, it's that I stay balanced. Josh. By drawing on the powers of yoga and that right there. I was like, I can't. I, flexibility is too important to me. I love the silhouette and all the forward-thinking weirdness it implies, but uh, it's not for me. Okay, so you've got two pairs of fashion pants on your list. Good oh, for you. That's, well, that's pretty much it. That's all they're, you they're pants. They're, those are utilitarian pants, one pair. I, I'll be wearing that pair of strong darts when... 
society civilization collapses around me, I'll be looking nice and I'll have durable pants. One ninety eight for the strong. Wait. Yep. I mean, really, that's a pretty good deal. Slim dungarees. People pay that much for darts. yoga pants. What? You, what was the first one you had? It wasn't dungarees, was it? I have a pair of. You can't get them anymore. They're called Kieran Cut dungarees. Oh, boy. They have a roomier thigh. Mark, you know I have these big, <laughs> juicy thighs. They dark need, meat. They need room. We call you dark meat when you're not lo- listening. I've heard you call me that, and I don't mind. Take it as a compliment. What? A WTF bottom? That's an interesting thing. So they have, like, scraps and things, or... So you can pay a flat rate and they'll send you... you 75 them, bucks. You tell them your waist size, they'll send you something that it'll resemble pants. <laughs> that's all they can guarantee. Jeez. Well, hey, it sounds kind of fun. Yeah. I've thought about indulging it, but then I'm like, no. No. I need to hang on to that $75 because I probably want a t-shirt too. I'm Is this the t-shirt place? I don't get my t-shirts from them. I'd, I'd like to though. Someday. Are they like $80 t-shirts? They're pretty expensive, God. but they're UV protecting. I mean, they'll last you a long time. That's the thing. Like people balk at sp- like spending a certain amount of money on a pair of clothing, but if it lasts you for like three or four or five years, then is it really money misspent? I think not. I've seen you burn through all sorts of weird, crappy. Look at these pants. Three pack of white t-shirts that you probably wear like seven or eight times, and you're like, God, fuck this, and throw them out. No, I keep them forever. They just. Yeah, they terrible. linger in your closet and you don't oh, wear them. Oh, yeah. Well, Would you wear rather them. have a shirt that was such an intoxicating fit that you couldn't but not I, wear it? I just, I don't think you're going to get that a t-shirt. You'd be surprised, Mark. Look at, these are, yeah. I don't have any other t-shirts. $120 t-shirts. Ultra fine I bet, I bet when you cut. put it on, it feels like $120. You know, oh, I, oh. Hope, I hope that just the tip is listening right now because oh. he loves Outlier. He understands. He does? Oh, yeah. He, he was one of the only people I've been able to convert. He's got some pairs? Has Maybe he gone the t-shirt day. route or the pant route? We used to send each other texts sometimes being like, oof, man, someday I'd like one. And they really tease you with like their experimental things. They put out limited runs of like these amazing coats and stuff where you're like, God. I can't, so you're checking this. What do you do? Check out this website every week? Every day? Every month. Yeah, I think, right. well, actually I get emails. They send, they send juicy emails. I bet they do. Mark, we... What a great show this has been. We are 114 minutes in, and I feel like I could go for another 114. Or excuse me, we are an hour and 14 minutes in. Yeah, let's wrap this up. Mary, Mary, Mary. <laughs> That's how you're wrapping it up? I decided not to say Christmas. I feel did like I, that might be wrong. I don't know. Oh, did I call it a Christmas list? Did I ask you what you wanted for you Christmas? Sh- yeah, you did. I'm sorry, Mark. What are you hoping to get for the holidays? I told oh, wait, you. I already know. You want a blood cuff? A purple eef. Oh, what I want is this photo as the show image. Please let me take this from Outlier. Oh, wonderful. We episode actually, 161, Rediscover. Nope. We had an episode that we talked about Outlier for like the entire episode. It was episode oh, yeah. T-shirt. It was. <laughs> I'm surprised how quickly we forget. Let's do one of those again, like a, just a thematic show. About outlier t-shirts again? No, we did t-shirt, we did anime, we did... That might have been it. Well, it's hard for us to stay on topic. Yeah, it is. If episode 161 has taught us anything, it's that we have trouble staying 
Well, you do. On time. What? Excuse me? I resent that. Oh, balls.